Welcome to the Ross Road Connect podcast. I'm Holly. And I'm Craig. And we are your hosts as we talk all things church, life, theology, faith, and beyond. Welcome to the Ross Road Connect podcast. And welcome to season two of the Ross Road Connect podcast. Holly, I feel like saying season two makes it feel like we've really accomplished something in the podcast space. I think so too. Yeah, we're turning a new leaf. Yes, in the fall, we are turning a new leaf. Oh, nice. nice. I didn't nice. even do that on purpose. Wow. Yeah. I also made a pun earlier this morning that was completely on purpose or on by accident, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and it was to Bobby and he was like, oh, good one. And I, was, I had to think about it. And I was like, oh yeah, that was a good one. Way to go me. <laughs> but I didn't mean to. Are you going to share with the class? What okay, I? sure. So we were moving stuff in the, in the lobby here and I was moving a, a box of crayons and, um, and Bobby had picked up this big stack earlier. And I thought, could I pick up the same stack without dropping them all? And I said, I'm not very confident. He said, well, I wasn't either. And I said, well, you looked confident. And I said, color me surprised as oh. these boxes of crayons. And I didn't even mean to, it was just, it's just (laughs) the dad brain kicked in. Wow. And it was just natural. Wow. Look at that. So much potential unlocked. I know. (laughs) Season two off to a good start. Season two off to a great start. So this is our 46th episode, which is kind of fun. We've been doing this for Mm. two years now, two, two Octobers ago is when we started. That is uh, wild. Yeah, yeah. So we thought we'd organize things into seasons a little bit instead of just counting all the episodes. And Mm -hmm. uh, so we're kicking off in the fall here with uh, a few. It is fall. Holly, is fall your most favorite, least favorite, or in-between season of the year? Oh, I actually, I I know exactly where it is in the order. It is my third favorite season. But I actually, it's, I think I just have such an appreciation for all the seasons, except for spring. I don't really care about spring. You don't care about spring? Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Let's not get crazy. (laughs) I, I like spring. It's fine. And there's kind of like, you know, excitement about summer, but I am like a diehard, like, I like the intensity of summer and winter. Like, I don't really super love the in-between seasons as like more particularly when it comes to the weather, because I actually, there's so many things about fall that I love because I really love when, you know, like youth is kicking off. Like, and even before I was a youth pastor, like I loved the newness that comes with fall. That's not a word. I don't know if it is, but the the freshness that comes with fall and kind of starting new things. And, um, I, I do love, I don't know, October kind of spooky season. I think it's fun. I love, and then there's like pumpkin pie and like, just, I don't know. It's a really, really fun season, but I also really, really love summer, winter. Summer's probably number one. And then, uh, winter is number two because I love to snowboard and there's Mm. Christmas and my birthday and it's just all great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Where is it on, uh, on your end? I don't really love fall either, to be honest with you. Um, um, I think I I knew this about you. Yeah. I don't know. I, the weather is confusing. Like yeah, the weather is not super great. cold. And then yeah. by the afternoon, it's super hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't I know how to dress the, in the fall. The perfect weather day and length of day is mid August. The sun yeah. goes down like eight thirty nine, and, um, and it's, it's, it's cools down enough at night that you could sleep. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, so September gets beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I just find the fall stressful. September is not really my favorite month. Lots of there stuff is starts. A lot going on. <laughs> and it's just it's stressful. Yeah. So um, but uh that doesn't mean there's not things to be excited about. And um there is lots to be excited about. My kids started school just the other day. They're really excited about that. Um and uh and we're launching here with season two. So season two, we're gonna start out with a couple episodes uh with some staff members we started out a couple years ago when we started doing interviews with staff members kind of a get to know you kind of feel to them and uh, we've had new staff members in the last year Mm. Uh, through the pandemic we've grown our staff which seems kind of counterintuitive Um, (laughs) whereas most people were you know laying people off and whatnot we were adding people which was just strategic because we needed some skills that we didn't have and uh, for instance Courtney Rada who we'll interview today Pastor Dave's wife uh, has video and editing skills and photography skills and uh, has been a great addition to our team over the last, um, well, how long has it been? A year and a half now almost. Yeah. My goodness. 
So we'll talk about kind of the early days of what that was like and uh, how she got involved and uh, hope that you'll enjoy this interview and get to know Courtney a little bit better. So here we go. Well, Courtney, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Great to have you aboard. Um, you, of course, are our video person and newly minted social media person. And um, that's where we want to start. So I, wanted, I want to ask you about video at Ross Road as we get into this. But first, tell us about your background in film and photography and um, what you've done, what you like about it, because I know you've had a lot of different experiences with that. Yeah. Uh, well, I started getting into photography um, a while ago. I actually started as a graphic and web designer. Um, that's something I've done for a really long time. Um, and I often would have to edit photos for clients who would give me a big dump of pictures for their website that they needed all to be fixed. Um, so I kind of, I was really familiar with Photoshop and stuff like that and just kind of started playing around with photography late in high school. And then when I met Dave, um, he had been doing like film photography, um, just playing around with it. And I picked it up. It just seemed kind of fun and interesting. And when we went to Europe, it was, we got a nice big camera for documenting our trip. And then when we got back, I thought this might be kind of a fun job. And so that's when I started working as a photographer. I started my business and I was mainly a wedding photographer. That was my focus. Um, yeah, I didn't do a lot of other things. Weddings were what I was most interested in because I really liked the more documenting side of photography. Um, and uh, I did that until Lucy was born and I kind of had to make a decision at that point because Lucy was as some of you know she was uh had some health problems and I remember being in the hospital with like in the waiting room just before she was we were supposed to see her after her heart surgery and I got a phone call and it was someone saying I'd like to hire you for our destination wedding in Mexico. We'll, we'll fly you out to Mexico for a week. And, and what do you think? Wow. I was like, wow, um, I think I need to maybe make a decision here as far as where I want my business to go. Cause weddings are super intense and having a child that you don't know what their health is going to be like is kind of a, a big, a big deal. <laughs> and uh, yeah doing a, a job that's also fairly intense just didn't seem to work with that. So at that point I switched to doing um, just family stuff, um, which I wasn't super excited about. And so I didn't really, I didn't really advertise. I just kind of took it as it came. Um, and then Sam was born and then I, he's a lot. He's <laughs> Sam changed everything. He was actually a lot harder than Lucy and he had no health problems. <laughs> uh, I love Sam. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's kind of how I got into photography. Um, I did video along the way um, just, just for fun. I had always done a little bit of video in, in high school, um, making projects and stuff like that. And after high school, when I was doing uh, like graphic and web design, I had clients that might need a little video here and there. And so I would make videos for people and yeah, that's how I got into it. I don't think I knew that Dave did film photography back in the day. I did not know that either. Yeah, he sure did. He even developed all his own film and everything. Well, know. that doesn't surprise me. No, no, doesn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I was saying, I've been saying this this last week or so. I'm like, literally, there's nothing that Dave could say or do that could surprise me. Yeah. Like, Dave could tell me that he went to space and I would believe him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your favorite and least favorite kind of photography? Oh, hmm. Well, uh, my favorite would have to be when I would do weddings, I really enjoyed the morning of, um, I liked just documenting like all the little details of getting ready and, um, just the fun part of that day. I actually really enjoyed 
the reception after all the speeches were over, like when people started just kind of partying and having fun, that was always a lot of fun. That's probably the only time I've ever danced at a wedding was when I had my camera and I had to kind of dance because I had to get right in the middle of it. But I would always get really good shots when I was dancing because then people were like super into it. Um, so but sad. my least favorite, absolutely least favorite thing to ever do as a photographer is extended family sessions. <laughs> oh, and yeah, I bet. There's nothing worse than having 20 people that you have to somehow try and like organize in some way and like figure out how to make them stand and there's it's inevitable that someone's got their eyes closed oh yeah something <laughs> in the family picture so usually you have to like sit there and take like the same angle take 20 shots and then combine them all together because there's always someone who's looking away I actually had a wedding one time where the bride's father and mother were disappearing at different times during the family <laughs> sessions and and the the mom would be like I'm gonna go find dad and then he would wander back in and the mom <laughs> was gone and so eventually I was like I'm just taking a picture with you here and I'm taking a picture with the dad here and then yeah. we combine them and the bride was like I didn't know my parents were there at the same time and I was like they weren't <laughs> they weren't <laughs> that's so funny uh, I feel like those pictures would probably be so hard to actually like make it interesting too when it's just like a giant group of people yeah they're they're yeah they're not super interesting ever. It's more yeah. of like, let's just document the fact that everyone was here all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about some other hobbies and interests that you have. Oh, well, uh, probably the most, the one that takes up the most time is probably gardening, which in the last year I have not had near enough time to do but we do have a pretty decent sized garden. We've got a greenhouse, got lots of vegetables. Um, I usually like to do a lot of canning at this time of year. So I like, will can, I'll pickle things. Craig loves that. Pickles, yes. <laughs> Gross. Gross. If there's one thing that I feed my children that makes me want to vomit, it's opening a pickle jar. It that's just, just so oh, that's fair. Ugh. I get that. Thank I like pickles all. on things, pickles on things, like on a burger or something. Oh, no. I like it, but if it's a pickle by itself, no good. I don't know, you guys. I feel like <laughs> are I you surprised for you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do. I I have worked at a lot of. Um, I've worked at garden centers before. I worked at a garden wholesaler. I worked with a florist one time. I was an assistant with a florist. Holly, you like that? Ooh, I do love that. Um, and um yeah so I learned a lot of how to like prune stuff and take care of plants and um yeah so I love I love working in my my garden when I get the chance um right now it's a little bit overgrown but there it is mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so um tell me tell us um how did you and Dave end up at Ross Road we started coming here because it was the closest church to where we lived. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, we had just come back from Europe. We had, Dave had been working, um, pastoring at a church here, another church here in Abbotsford. And then we went to Europe for a year. Um, when we came back, it felt like it was time to move on to a different church. So we started looking around and uh, yeah, like I said, Ross Road was the closest one to where we lived and we came here and instantly we got connected with a care group. Like it was the first Sunday, Darren Petker came and greeted us and he gave us a connect card and, <laughs> and uh, signed us up for a care group like the very first Sunday that we were here. Um, and that was in 2009, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. And it was so, shortly after that, actually, that like Dave, we'd been there, been here for like a couple months. And Dave was like, well, I guess I should start looking for a pastoral position before we get too invested in this church. Mm -hmm. And he went to the BCMB website 
And lo and behold, there was a posting for a worship pastor at Ross Road. So we stayed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, most people have probably uh, seen you on the stage uh, participating in worship. Uh, so yeah, tell us about like where your love of music came from and what kind of uh, like musical kind of projects groups you've been a part of. Um, I have been into music my whole life. I started playing piano when I was like four. Um, I would come home from church and I would play the hymns, both hands on the piano. And my parents realized that maybe it was about time to get me into piano lessons. Mm. So I, yeah, I started playing piano and I just kind of picked up instruments. Like we always had instruments in our house. Everyone in my family is a musician. So I taught myself how to play clarinet and guitar and, um, I learned trumpet. I took lessons and was in band with trumpet and started singing pretty young and was in all the choirs at MEI. Um, and yeah, just kind of always loved being a part of music. And um, I was in a choir, an alumni choir from MEI called the Alumni Project that we did from... We did it for about 10 years. We just, when COVID hit, it was just a little bit too complicated to get everyone together. And so we haven't done anything since. I don't actually know where it's heading now, but uh, I did that with choir. And then I also had a jazz band, um, which is kind of always up in the air. We might we might come back to it one day. <laughs> uh, my jazz band was called Courtney Rada and the other guys. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that way it, it's like, it's always going to be me, but if I need to change through, then who cares what the other guys are? <laughs> I love it. They're disposable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we had uh, Rob Harrett was, was our guitar player. Dave played drums and uh, a good friend of mine, Brent Friesen played the bass. He was, hmm. he was amazing. Yeah. So that was, that was super fun. We did, we did a lot of concerts and, did some really cool ones just up until Lucy was born. Uh, that seems to be the big point in my life when things <laughs> change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kids do that. Speaking of kids, that's an excellent transition. That was good. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you and Dave have been married for 15 years. Is that right? 16. 16 years. Yeah. And uh, you have Lucy and Sam. So tell us about your kids and what funny things have your kids said lately? <laughs> uh, well, Lucy is going to be eight next week. That's um, wild. I know, right? I always think that Lucy is four and Sam is two. Like that's just their permanent ages <laughs> in my brain. Four and two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, she is, she's going to be eight. She is super smart she loves to read she loves to draw um and she seems quiet but she's actually quite feisty and a little bit salty um <laughs> people are always like oh sweet little lucy and her sweet little high voice and i'm like she is so salty you have no idea <laughs> okay. yeah and um sam is five and he is super intense he's like zero to 100 instantly like as soon as he's upset or excited or something it's just like all the emotions all the time um he loves building everything like he's he's so smart so clever and just can like look at something and build it instantly he doesn't really need like well he uses lego instructions like he does like all the really big complicated lego sets that they say are for adults and like here he's oh. five and he puts them together by himself so yeah it's super amazing but uh and he's such a mama's voice so something that he says lately is we have a big schedule on our in our kitchen that has who puts who to bed every night, who gets to pick what show every night. Cause our kids are very type a and they have to know all this information. <laughs> and, uh, but Sam doesn't ever want Dave to put him to bed. <laughs> so, so the other night Dave was like trying to explain, like, I like to put you to bed sometimes too. Like, I love you too. And so, <laughs> yeah. 
but I love mommy more. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no poor <way>. Dave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so uh, funny. Yeah, and he's always been such a mama's boy. It's wow. like he has to be with me all the time. He's he, he commentates on Craig's sermons regularly because he sits beside me while I work, and he'll sit there and like quote Craig and like <laughs> question things. <laughs> That is incredible. I believe there are two Lego characters in your home named after me and Jenny. Yes, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Lucy and Sam have made, they've uh, named two of their Lego characters, Craig and Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and it should be pointed out because people make this mistake all the time. You and Dave have two children that are blonde and me and Jenny have two children that are blonde. They are not siblings. No. <laughs> <laughs> people make that mistake all the time that they think all four children belong to you and Dave or to me and Jenny. Yeah. And I just need to set the record straight. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're together all the time now. They're inseparable. Yes. They get along really well. Yeah, it's super cute to watch them, actually. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. precious. I love it. So uh, tell us a little bit how you started to get involved with doing our video services here at Ross Road. I got involved because I was worried about the pastoral staff doing it on their phones. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you remember about that first week, Courtney? So the first week, I remember I came home from choir one night and Dave said to me, it looks like, so my choir was on Thursday nights and I came home and Dave said, it looks like uh, church is canceled on Sunday. Um, so we're going to just do an online service. And I was like, great, that's, that's good. Um, and he goes, it's, we'll just do it on our phones though. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> no, no, that's not going to work. He's like, no, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. We'll just, we'll just record it on our phones. And I said, well, at least let me record the music and, and I'll like video the music and we can record the audio properly. And we'll at least have something that's passable for the music. Um, and so he agreed. And, and so you guys did it on your phones the first, first week. And then I joined after that because <laughs> you realized that maybe the cell phone wasn't acceptable. <laughs> no. we, we did. I remember that week really well because on Tuesday night, we had an elder meeting. And at the very end of the meeting, someone said, hey, should we talk about COVID and like what might happen? And the response around the room was kind of like, ah, it's going to be fine. Like, we'll probably talk about it next month, if anything. Yeah. And literally two days later, our gathering was shut down. Yeah. And three days later, we're doing that on a phone in the fireside room, which we 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 tried to use the TV to have yeah. like some slides beside me, but we had the fluorescent lights on, and so the glare on the screen made it impossible to read anything. And yeah. we had like pinned black. Uh, tablecloths to the wall behind me so it had a black background and it was very um um courageous <laughs> yeah. good word choice <laughs> i was really proud that we put something together so fast yeah um but yes it certainly evolved quickly after that yeah, because I think it was the very next Sunday that we had a format that was pretty similar to what we do now. Um, I think even like that little intro song was from like the very second Sunday. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, it so, was a very impressive difference. <laughs> yeah, was it because um, you started volunteering before yeah. you started getting an honorarium before you finally came on staff officially? Um, what, wh were you just not able to like sit by and watch us muddle through that way? Or yeah, were you no, like, I'm really excited about this? Well, it was a, a little bit of both. Okay. Like, I, I mean, obviously I, I love this kind of thing. Like I love doing video and, and, uh, it seemed like it might be a fun thing to help out with, but also I thought like, I just, I have the skills to do this. And I'm already kind of in this bubble, you know, as far as we were supposed to be having like these social bubbles at that point. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm already in the bubble. We might as well have me come and film it and make it look as 
not distracting as possible so that mm -hmm. people can sit through and hear things and not be focused on the glare on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I was really proud of those slides too. I think I made them myself and they were yeah. color coordinated. But you couldn't yeah. read them at all. Yeah. It's tragic. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, give people behind the scenes then, uh, what, what does it look like to put this together for you? What's the process like? Well, it's a little bit different now than when we first started with COVID because we were filming the music every week. So uh, we would, so it used to be that on Saturday, we would film the music for the following Sunday. So I would film all the video and we would record the audio and I would, on Monday, I would mix all the audio. That's something I actually had to learn how to do this year because we didn't really have, like Dave technically can mix the audio, but he didn't have the time to be mixing that every week. So he taught me how to mix audio. So I did that on Mondays. And then Wednesdays, we would, um, we would record the intros and the sermons. Um, and then... I bring all the files home and I've got all the audio files separate because we record audio onto our computer. Um, and then I just start plunking it into a program called ScreenFlow, um, which is we found there's a lot of programs that we can use. There's programs like DaVinci, which is a um, professional grade one. There's um, a, like, uh, Final Cut Pro, which is another professional one, but those programs are really big and kind of too much for what we need. So we found that this program ScreenFlow was super stripped down. It, I could edit things really, really quickly. And that was key was that when you're editing something that's an hour long, you don't want to be waiting for files to render and all that kind of stuff. You just want to get it done quickly. So I make I have a whole bunch of templates that I use for all our text. Um, and then it's just a matter of um, putting all the text over top of the, the video files, lining up audio and, and uh, outputting it. So that's, that's, it's kind of technical and boring, but I really like technical, boring, repetitive jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I realized before this started, this is my ignorance in all of this stuff, <clears throat> that when, and I presume this just happens in all kind of video stuff, but you record the video and the audio separately and then you match it up together, yeah. which uh, feels like a really stressful job to me like, to get it exactly right. But that's why you use the what we call the clicky clacker. <laughs> the clicky clacker. The, the yeah. technical term so that you uh -huh. have a sound cue, I guess, to line them up. Yeah. yeah. And Craig loves the clicky clacker. The clicky clacker is a little terrifying and Holly tries to get her finger caught in it every week. <laughs> I just like to see, I like to know how close I can get to it without getting it stuck. <laughs> One day I will get Holly. <laughs> One day, but no, it hasn't happened yet. We have probably like an hour's worth of footage of Holly trying to stick her finger in the clicky clacker. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? This perfectly aligns up our next question. And I maybe I know the answer to this, but maybe I don't. And it's who has made the most mistakes slash has the funniest outtakes in the editing process? Well, that would definitely be Holly. <laughs> Although I have to say, Craig has some good, some good ones, not necessarily just mistakes, but like, uh, just things that he has said about the clicky clacker and his facial expressions <laughs> while I'm trying to get his finger caught in the clicky clacker. <laughs> but, uh, I think Holly, you have the most uh, clips that end up in the blooper reel. That's for sure. <laughs> I do what I can. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that Courtney holds a lot of power because it's true. She records things. Uh, and once it's on film, you know, she's going to keep it and oh yeah, it's going to appear at some I point. I have a special folder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I am on the edge of my seat waiting for uh, the next blooper reel. <laughs> It's already, it's, it's halfway there. Oh. You just need to make more mistakes, Holly. And then 
It'll come faster. Well, I can arrange that for sure. Yeah, there was I, a day uh, already that we can throw in there. <laughs> yeah, yes. there, yeah, it took us a little bit this morning to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I did a Don Cherry impression that I I think was captured. It, it wasn't. I'm a oh, little. It wasn't. Bit no, it wasn't. Oh, hallelujah! <laughs> I, I wanted to make you think it was. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you I, had me convinced. I usually start the cameras pretty early just so that I can capture those moments. Yeah. 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 So when they ask us or when Graham asks us to like just speak into the microphone and none of us really know what to say. So then we kind of just ramble. <laughs> those have got to be some good moments. Yeah, there's a few of those for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. Do you, um, do you, um, uh, when you're filming different staff members, do you have to set things up differently because of different idiosyncrasies that each person has? <laughs> uh craig you're saying this for yourself right <laughs> <laughs> well i was hoping there would be others as well <laughs> craig has a tendency to sway yeah. back and forth and um on the camera that i use it has either you can do manual focus or you can do like a follow focus so it'll follow the subject that you choose but craig moves just enough to confuse it so it, it'll be going in and out of focus constantly because he's just moving like just a couple inches yeah. enough to make the camera upset that it's yeah. like, I don't know where this person is. Um, <laughs> the so spirit I don't is that. moving. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't do the automatic focus with Craig anymore because he moves too much. Yeah. Um, Holly has to stand on a stool <laughs> <laughs> so that we can make sure she's like roughly the same height well, at least so we can get like the Ross Road sign in. Yeah. Um, when Bobby stands, he's like the perfect height. I can like frame him <laughs> <really> nicely. <laughs> and the, the Ross Road sign is nicely behind him. Um, but we realized uh, it was actually not even that long ago. I feel like we should have been doing it for a while, but I would get super frustrated because I'd try and line up Holly and the sign. And I was like, I can't, like, I'm cutting off the sign or like Holly looks like she's just like at the bottom of the, the frame. And so then yeah. they're like, well, we can put her on a stool and no one will know, except now that everyone, now everyone knows. Now and everyone does. True. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We have a lot of fun when we film. It is we, a lot too. We make Honestly, a lot of mistakes. It's true. And you know what? I just have this thing now where like I can't look at Courtney if I'm doing it because I don't know Courtney you just make me laugh and so I just like I notice like if I ever like kind of make a mistake or whatever like I don't know why but I feel like Courtney always like moves away from the camera so that like I don't know very poker like, yeah that I can't see a reaction oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah it's it's a lot of fun I yeah we've had some good memories Graham can be bad for that too oh yes he yeah. is. I mean, he's, he's awesome, but yeah, he, he laughs a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get Graham on one of the next episodes of the podcast. That is true. Yeah. 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 So, um, and video is expanded now. Um, I mean, as we said, you started doing the services and now it's expanded into a staff role, which is focused on video and now social media as well. Yeah. But, um, so we'll have lots of different video options, which is something we've said for years. And Dave has championed for years, like we need somebody to do this if we're going to do video stuff. So um, yeah, it's been a, a really great addition to have you. Mm -hmm. um, tell us something most people don't know about Courtney Rada. Uh, this one, this one was, it, it stumped me a little bit. Cause I was like, do you, what, what are you looking for here? Like my deepest, darkest secrets or <laughs> if you want. Because <laughs> there's two things I can tell you. I, I can tell you that um, I have a weird party trick and that's that I can fit my whole fist in my mouth. Oh, no way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a combination of like strangely small hands and strangely large mouth. <laughs> that is amazing can we can we get this on film and then we could show everybody uh well <laughs> we'd, ha we'd have to have you film it though so yeah, i would love to see this <laughs> i'll have to see about that one yeah um, if only this podcast also had video yeah, yeah. only right yeah, yeah. too bad <laughs> the, the second one is that uh i 
I once held my bladder for 18 hours while on uh, the most dangerous road in the world, taking a bus from La Paz to Santa Cruz in Bolivia. So if you Google the most dangerous road in the world, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's like the most terrifying uh, road to ever go on. It's really scary. But there were not very many bathroom breaks, and the ones that were were like side of the road or scary bathrooms. And I was like, I'm fine. Like, I can handle this. I don't need to go that bad. But after 18 hours, my punishment was the most terrifying bathroom that, oh, I, no. <laughs> that I have ever experienced. And it was like the, the sink was like a laundry tub that was overflowing with gray water that just, it had like a tap that was just kind of on a continual drip and then a soap on a rope that was at the bottom of the laundry tub that you had to kind of reach your oh. arm and you grab the soap yeah. on the rope. So that was my punishment for not wanting to uh, pee on the side of the road. So that's something that probably most people don't know is that. No, I, I did not know that. 18 I, hours. 18 I would hours. die. Yeah, that's a yeah. long time. Yeah, I certainly yeah. didn't feel great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the best. <laughs> wow, I will go to pretty extreme lengths though to avoid a public washroom. That is fair. Yeah. yeah. Also, I definitely just looked up pictures of this road, and it looks terrifying. It is. Yeah. Wow. Like and I think like a bus. Yeah. Oh. Like I, the scariest road that I've done is the Amalfi Coast in Italy, and compared to these pictures that looks well, it's probably big. paved right yeah it was paved <laughs> and <laughs> just tiny <laughs> the wow. best part was that our bus driver actually got lost oh great no so i remember we were like it, we were driving around we ended up in like cochabamba and we're like circling around in cochabamba which i think is probably the midway point um so we were like circling around in cochabamba for a while and then ended up back on this road um, but it was mostly at night, which I'm thankful for, because I think if it was during the day, then you could really see what was going on. So it wasn't like, at least at night, you couldn't see like the sheer drop off and the fact that there's like other vehicles trying to get around you on this. Like, it really is only wide enough for one car. And yeah. It's like a, a complete drop off. Um, oh, good. <laughs> Yikes. That sounds absolutely awful. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay, Holly, launch us into this game, which is a yeah. total surprise to Courtney. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our game that uh, we introduced in season one, and it is uh, Do You Know Me? So the way this game works is basically we will ask you a question, mm -hmm. but before you answer it, uh, Craig and I will give our answers. So, and then, you know, we have to keep score because obviously, you know, we've got to see who knows Courtney better. Yeah, um, we're so we'll, yeah. Yeah. So we'll give our answer based on what we think you'll say. And then after that is when you'll tell us the answer. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're going to use some of our classics that we always ask uh at the ross road connect podcast and then we'll throw in some new ones as well okay so a classic one that we've asked almost all of our players who have played this game and i think i know the answer to this already oh but yeah we're uh yeah we're throwing it out there for uh, the first easy one and it is can courtney name five songs by the beatles oh the answer has to be yes yeah the answer is yes i'm sure of it like she could probably name 10 songs by the beatles oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. am i supposed to yeah yeah, yeah we, we have to have proof yeah not yeah. that i would know if you're right or not <laughs> i will know if you're right um hey jude blackbird yeah. penny lane uh let it be how many is that for that's four um uh number nine revolution number nine. Oh, nice um, uh sergeant pepper's only hearts club band that's there's more i mean that's yeah I know. and honestly i'm the walrus those were impressive answers because you didn't go for like the classics. Like, you know, there was no uh, like yellow submarine. Oh, yeah. Or like good day sunshine. Like those were like some of well, Hey Jude is a big one, but I feel like some of those were deep dives. So that was good. Yeah, I know some of the well, I mean, I listened to a lot of Beatles. Dave is a big Beatles fan. But yeah, but uh, I I grew up with my mom had the Beatles revolver record 
Um, oh, nice. Which I listened to pretty obsessively for a while. Yeah. Well, it's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So one-to-one tie game so far. Um, number two, does Courtney enjoy surprises? I think you do not enjoy surprises. I think as kind of a type A person that I think that you are, I don't know if that's accurate, but I think you don't enjoy surprises. I think you like to know what's going on. Yeah, I think so. I think she's pretty orderly. Um, and even her reaction to this game was, oh no. <laughs> so I'm going to yeah. say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I don't like surprises. I, there's, there's like maybe a certain level of surprises that like, here, I surprised you with a gift. Like, that's good. That's yeah, who doesn't love that, that kind of thing. But like here, we surprised you with like a party of a hundred people. No. Okay. This is a, this is a funny question. This is a youth group classic. Uh, yeah uh what would courtney say is her inner animal <laughs> this is a tough one it is a tough one um see i'm torn here because i happen to know that courtney is a very competitive person so um so i'm tempted to go with some something that would have that competitive streak but i also know how much she loves her pug so i'm going to go with a pug a pug <laughs> oh no 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 i'm gonna go i'm gonna go something different like okay oh no no no! i've got it i've got it courtney is a cat for sure you're definitely a cat you i don't i don't know like what it is exactly but like you know kind of feisty but like yeah a little bit competitive but like very like caring and endearing at the same time so i don't know it's it's a cat that's what it is i think holly's right i think <sighs> see see there is something about the pug and like because we always say that pugs are kind of the cats of dogs yeah because yeah. they just like sleep all the time um but also pugs are are like super friendly and outgoing and <laughs> <laughs> you're neither of those things <laughs> <laughs> and like cats are like they're kind of antisocial, and people seem to be okay with that they're like yeah, yeah. Poor cat. like it's okay if they swat you right that's just what cats yeah exactly do. that's what they do uh, <laughs> no Courtney you are a very friendly person you're not uh, yeah. an antisocial person though no 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 I just don't I just don't do like big crowds right yeah, yeah. I, like, I like people. Yeah. And if you like, Courtney, we were having this conversation this weekend, I think, when we hung out. It was like, you don't necessarily like to approach people, but you like when people approach you. And I think sometimes that's like how I'm like, my relationship with my cat is like, she doesn't like it when I like go up to her and like pick her up and like snuggle her, but like she'll come to me, you know? So, yeah. you know, maybe, yeah. maybe there's a similar right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you you would be an introvert, right, Kurt, Courtney? Oh, I'm 100. percent So, is it true that you're like most introverts that like small talk doesn't interest you, but if you want to have a real conversation, then that sounds like fun? Oh yeah, I yeah. I really like. I mean, I love being at church, but like standing in the foyer in the mornings is like gives me such anxiety because mm -hmm. there's like people that are like, oh man, like sunny day today like i wonder if it's gonna rain later. <laughs> and i'm like why would you say that <laughs> oh, why <laughs> oh that's so funny uh, and that... i just don't really know how to i don't know how to converse in that way yeah that is uh, definitely going to be what I say to you the next time I see yeah. you. So, <laughs> My rain. Sunny yeah. day out there, huh? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, wow, I love that. Okay, I think I know the answer to number four. Holly, begrudgingly, I admit you're in the lead. Uh, what is Courtney's favorite decade of music? Hmm. Hmm. I am going to say, like, you're really into, like, classical stuff, I know. So, um, I, but I think you could also have an appreciation for like some eighties. I think it's gotta be seventies or eighties, but I'm going to go with seventies. And I think the answer is nineties, like, 
Backstreet Boys. Like yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Britney Spears, like that's Gordon Oh, yeah, now. big so, time. 90s. Oh, man, you guys are both wrong. Oh, it it is tough to say, though, because I actually I appreciate music from from all uh, eras. And it's true, Craig, that I there's a soft spot in my heart for 90s music. And I'm going to a 90s nostalgia concert. Oh, see, you just told me this the other day. It's going to be like the most fun night of my life. Yeah. But um, I have and always will be a lover of jazz and probably specifically like 1940s to like early 50s jazz is like that's what I listen to most of the time if I'm like just gonna just turn on something and Mm -hmm. I can't think of anything specific I'm gonna be listening to like Count Basie or Duke Ellington or something like that Oscar Peterson those are my guys all people that Craig those and I guys. definitely yeah yeah know. love those guys yeah you know what I I said 70s which is the closest to yeah. I do I do love however music however she did say she she has a soft spot for 90s music she did not say that, that about true. 70s or 80s and by the way you picked two decades not one that yeah that is so. fair. <laughs> okay you can maybe take like a half point okay all right yeah sure. that's that's fair yeah I like that nobody's ever gone back that far no, that's a first. Yeah, yeah, I knew that would be a good question for Courtney. I'm special in that way, aren't I? It's yeah. true. Yeah. I yeah. could also say, like, I really appreciate um, jazz from, like, Dixieland stuff from, like, the, the 20s. Like, early jazz is, oh, is super fun. Yeah. Um, it's a, that's a hard question, because I, I feel like I definitely relate where I'm like, oh, yeah, there's something from, like, a lot of eras that I could appreciate. Yeah. See, one. and you know me. I couldn't tell you which decade people came from like (laughs) there are so many times you all make references to some band or song and i'm (laughs) goes way over my head (laughs) yeah engage in the culture for once (laughs) oh but i mean the stuff that i'm engaged the culture that i'm engaged with is like 70 or 80 years old so i'm not engaged in any popular culture either oh it's so good Uh, um all right one of i think this is my last question and it is well actually craig came up with the question but it is which pet does courtney love more (laughs) (laughs) so there's a cat and a dog yeah um so bigsby the cat and minnie the pug yeah and it's got to be Minnie. pugs aren't dogs pugs are pugs pugs are pugs (laughs) yeah it's it's got to be it's got to be minnie like i know like like Bigsby is like, you said, like, I feel like even recently you're like, you know, Bigsby was like your first like cat on like your own. And so I don't know, maybe it is Bigsby. Like, if but that, you're just, like they're just waiting for Bigsby to die at this point. So it's true, <laughs> you are, but like, if it was like your first cat, like there's gotta be like a special relationship there. So as much as you love Minnie, I'm still going to say it's gotta be Bigsby. What, what is Craig saying? Um, I'm saying, I'm saying Minnie. Yes. I'm saying Minnie. Yeah, it's Minnie. Yes. Yeah. She's she's so weird and like like I said, like I don't know, you can't really call pugs dogs. Like they're their own species. They're a very unique sort of animal. And she like just walks around snorting and <laughs> she's been super sneaky lately. Like she'll come up on our bed. She's not supposed to sleep on our bed. Um, but all of a sudden we'll wake up and she's like laying right in between us. And I feel like I can't even, I can't even kick her off because she'll like to lay on her back with the blanket, like pulled up to her. And she like, is like this weird, ugly little human <laughs> between us. And she's just so strangely quirky. I just love her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Uh, that is a good dog. She yeah. is a good dog yeah i'm glad i don't have pets <laughs> craig what is wrong with you <laughs> craig you just need to hang out with minnie more she'll she'll change yeah. i don't think she would though no because she's so yeah. special uh she yes is. she like, is she's weird and like i don't know she's she's kind of got this like awkward anxiousness about her and, yeah. and she's like also continually offended at everything <laughs> i don't know like you just can't really be mad at her true all right all right 
Good dog. <laughs> so I should I should end the game now because I'm up by half a point, but I did have one more question. So we'll we'll give it one more. Um, the question is, what is Courtney's favorite sport? Because <laughs> we know answer, she loves sports so much. Yeah. She and my Dave, answer, you know, it just sports comes to mind as soon as I think of yeah. mm -hmm. My answer is that you have no favorite sport. If you're, oh, you can't you know, say that. Well, oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> you know, if this was me, that would be my answer. And I just feel like Courtney would give a similar answer. Um, okay. You can say that if you'd like. Maybe yeah, I'm going right to say it. no sport. <clears throat> I'm not going to say that. Um, Scrabble does not count. Courtney and I play Scrabble. <laughs> it's very uh, competitive. Not um, really. I mean. Well, I mean, I win most of the time, but, you know, it's competitive. <laughs> games, so. um, I'm going to say that. Oh, now I don't know what. Also, to are you guessing like question. favorite sport to play or favorite sport to watch? No, just in general. Just in general. Okay. I still am going strong and no sport. <laughs> Don't let me down, Courtney. <laughs> um, I'm going to say basketball because I know that you liked that when you were younger. Craig is right. If no! sport, so I did, I did play basketball throughout elementary school. And I actually had wanted to be on the basketball team at MEI, um, but it conflicted with the choir schedule and uh whether or not i would have gotten on the basketball team that's a whole <laughs> different story but, uh, if there was a sport that if someone said here's all the sports and you have to play one i would have chosen basketball that was kind of the culture in our i mean not that anyone no folks don't they folks don't play sports but <laughs> yeah. when they did we did have a basketball hoop on our driveway and my brothers and i would play basketball yeah. so that's fun yeah, yeah. nice like that well i think this might be the first time ever i've won this game so it's true i usually take the cake you know, so season two, we've reset the board. Off to a bad start. <laughs> we've reset the board. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's now one to zero for me. So yeah, <sighs> not that we keep track, of course. No, no, no definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Courtney, I feel like I already know you a little bit better. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so do our listeners. So um, Courtney, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. That was fun. That was um, a lot for you to convince me, but it did take it a did. long time to convince yeah. you. Yes. Only a full season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here we are. Yeah. So, uh, and also Courtney, thanks to you because our new intro is of your creation. So you helped us out with that. So thanks. And um, yeah, we appreciate you having you on the team and appreciate you coming on. And um, we'll get Graham on next episode, I think. Ah. And uh, yeah, get our yeah. sound guy on there. Yeah. So awesome. Well, to our listeners, thanks for joining us in this season two, episode one, and we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.